Before we dive into today's episode, I want to tell you about a free three-act worksheet to help you structure your story. Whether you're a plotter or a pantser, a novelist or short fiction writer, this three-act worksheet will help you navigate your material and even begin each new story with a better plan. Download yours at nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. Stop getting stuck in the middle of your draft. Go grab this free worksheet, nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. Page and word count are really false metrics. The goal itself won't move the needle. Because what if you do meet your daily word count? Are you building skills? Mastering a skill compounds over time. Writer Unleashed is for you, a writer who has a story you want to bring onto the page and into the hearts and minds of readers. I'm Nancy Panuccio, writer, editor, and writing coach. And each week, we'll explore techniques, mindsets, and inspiration for writing stories readers can't put down. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's begin. Okay, brand new year. This is the time when we resolve to do all the things we've been putting off. Maybe you've resolved that 2024 is going to be your year. You're going to get your novel or memoir finished once and for all. But what so often happens, whether it's 50 pages in or 200 pages in, the writing gets hard or overwhelming. Writers look at their pages and think, this is rubbish. And then they abandon it or they start a new story only to start the cycle all over again. And sometimes after getting rejected from a slew of agents, you may be thinking of quitting altogether. So in this episode, as we head into the new year, I'm going to give you four tips to keep yourself invested in your story for the long term, because it is a long game. Writing a book, especially if this is your first, will take a long time to draft and rewrite and revise and revise again and again. It will take time to incubate. Don't be fooled by the books you read. You're seeing the finished product, not the years of training and practice, the many, many failed drafts, the rewrites, revision after revision after revision, the frustration, confusion, overwhelm, self-doubt. That was all part of it. If you're looking at your story, and you're not feeling good about it, you think it's trash, or you've just lost interest in it, and this cycle repeats with every new story, these tips will get you through so that your story goes somewhere, so that it doesn't fizzle out on your hard drive. Don't be that writer who drops the ball 
on their story this year. Here are four tips to ease you into 2024 and to stay invested in your story for the long term and finish your story once and for all. Tip number one, write for yourself, not an audience. When you write for yourself first, you're tapping into the real core of the story, the heart of it, the very thing that will connect with your audience, with your readers. I see far too many writers with an inherently powerful story deformed by this reliance on tropes and hitting all the story beats and genre expectations. They're writing what they think will sell, what they think will appeal to a certain audience who they don't even know. Now, memoir writers instinctively write for themselves. They think less of appealing to a particular audience. It's not in the forefront. Most memoir writers want to control the narrative when past events weren't in their control, or maybe they were, and their choices got them into some kind of trouble, and they're writing to untangle all of that. But most fiction writers, certainly the writers I coach, are also driven to write for the same reasons, to excavate something from their past, to make sense and order out of something they can't let go of, some evolving question or memory or outrage, moral outrage that refuses to let them go. That's what keeps them invested for the long term. It might be something painful or confusing. It might even be something traumatic, but the internal impetus keeps them working on the story for the long term. That's what gives their story energy, emotion, momentum, and technique. So the first draft really should be for you. Don't think of genre yet. Don't play to an audience. You do want to write for the reader as you revise. You want the reader to collaborate with what's on the page. That's a conversation for later, but most of what you're crafting for the reader happens during the revision process. Ideally, your first draft is an exploratory draft. It's you discovering what you have to say. For more on that, listen to episode 158, A Different Approach to Writing First Drafts, episode 158. I'll link in the show notes. But whenever you're losing steam or thinking you're not good enough or you're bored with your story, It helps to bring yourself back to that moment when the idea first came to you. What was the original impetus that drove you to write this story in the first place? Think back to when the idea for this story first came to you. What was the original spark? Was it a memory? Was it something you observed? Was it a period from your past? What was it that fascinated you enough to begin writing this story in the first place? That's where the energy is. That's where the momentum is. So write for yourself first, not an audience. That will keep you invested in seeing the story through to the finish line. 
Okay, on to tip number two. Take a break from the work. Get some distance. If you're really hating what you've written, you're probably too close to it. I would say six weeks is a good amount of time away. Then come back to it fresh. You'll have more objectivity. You'll see what's working and what's not. But much more than that, you'll see why your story is worth pursuing. Read it over and look for those moments that captivate you, that pull you in, that have some electrical or emotional charge for you. You will feel this in your body. You will know instinctively where your draft has energy. Mark those phrases, sentences, passages. It might just be a great line, but the idea is to look back at what you've written in order to move forward. Even a day is a good enough break to see it fresh. Read back what you wrote the day before and start refining it. Do some line editing, trim some of the fat so that you can see the shape of a paragraph or a particular scene, or make notes in the margins. What feels easy to read? What feels cumbersome? Where do you lose interest? Where does your mind start wandering to what you're going to have for lunch? Where are you most pulled in? What feels moving to you? Going back into the previous day's work can help you see more clearly what it is you're trying to express. It helps you get back into the story and move forward. So we look back to move forward. You're looking for clues to what the heart of your story is. Now, if you have a lot of unfinished drafts, look through them and look for common themes or emotional patterns. I'm willing to bet there are questions, problems, concerns, curiosities, obsessions that are coming up again and again in all that you've written. Even if you look at old journals, you'll see the patterns. I do this from time to time, and it's just shocking to me that it's the same obsessions, same worries, same anxieties, journal after journal. I can see patterns that even decades later, I'm still struggling with. So there are probably common themes that are coming up in all of your unfinished drafts. So mind them. Look for repetitions in your unfinished drafts. This is also a great way to keep moving forward in your current draft. You want to look for scenes that seem to be rehashing the same thing. This will help you locate what your story is truly about. You want to hook into why this story is meaningful to you as the author. Okay, tip number three. Focus on progress, not results. Don't fixate on writing the story from start to finish. Focus more on writing significant moments that draw you in, turning points. Some writers write their beginning and end, and then they write the scenes to connect and build to that final payoff. Write where the energy is. Don't think you need to write the story in any order right out of the gate. The structuring can happen in the revision stage. Structure isn't something you start out with. Revision is all about experimentation. 
So process over goals. Goals are fine, like word counts or a goal to finish your draft, but without a process in place, the goals are pointless. So think of making small wins over time because those small wins compound. Page and word count are really false metrics. The goal itself won't move the needle because what if you do meet your daily word count? Are you building skills? Mastering a skill compounds over time. Writing is like learning an instrument. Don't try to learn everything at once. Don't try to master everything at once. For example, learning to play the guitar. First, you have to choose the right guitar. Is it going to be an acoustic or an electric guitar? Then you learn basic music theory. Then you learn basic chords. Don't binge on writing podcasts, including this one. That's just overload. It's too much information. Just take one suggestion or one technique and work on that. Maybe you focus on dialogue and then you focus on scenes or description or plot. One small thing at a time small wins over time. Those small increments of progress compound over time. And by the way, negative thoughts, self-doubt, lack of confidence, hating everything you write, that compounds also. It's normal to think your story isn't worth writing. Trust me though, that will pass. And if it doesn't, go to tip number two and give your story a rest. But don't get stuck in those negative thoughts about your story. Don't marinate in it. Go for incremental improvements. You probably won't notice the gains you've made because they're happening slowly, incrementally. So less focus on results, more focus on progress. Be enthralled with the process and the goals will take care of themselves. And finally, tip number four, get trusted feedback. Find a trusted reader to reflect back to you what's strong about your writing, what's strong about your story. Writing can be isolating, and we can't always see the brilliance in our own work. Find a trusted reader, be selective, who can point out what you're doing brilliantly. Look, I've been working with writers for almost 20 years, and I can tell you that every single writer, every single one, even beginning writers coming to the page for the very first time, has power. When I first started doing live workshops around 2007, I was working with a group of eight writers and every single one of them was brilliant in their own way because they were writing for themselves first and they all did something brilliant that was so innate they couldn't see it themselves. They all had some natural skill or quality that set them apart. I have yet to work with a writer 
who doesn't do at least one thing brilliantly, and they often do multiple things brilliantly. Every writer I work with, every writer I coach, comes to me with natural techniques already there on the page. So get feedback from a trusted reader. Worrying about whether your work is any good or if anyone will ever care to read it is time you're not writing. Okay, let's wrap this up. If you're feeling stuck or you loathe what you've written, if you're ready to give up, I'm encouraging you to go the distance with your story this year. Deal? Here are my four tips for staying with your story for the long term. Number one, write for yourself first. Follow your curiosities, your obsessions, the things that matter to you, and your audience will find you. Number two, take a break. Come back to your pages when you're fresh and can see it more objectively and clearly. Number three, focus on process, not results. You want small wins over time. That's how progress happens. Number four, get trusted feedback. It's hard for us to see our own brilliance because it's so innate. Even if you're a complete beginner, you bring something special to your pages, but it's so innate, you probably can't see it. So have someone you trust reflect that back to you. So there you have it. Thanks for hanging out with me today. And if you know any writers who need some support in their writing, please share this episode or the Writer Unleashed podcast in general. And if you love what you're listening to, subscribe on your favorite listening platform and please leave me a review. Reading how this podcast impacts your writing truly lights me up and helps me create topics for the show. Till next time, keep writing and I'll talk to you soon.